I'm Grace Allen. And I'm Ricardo Allen. And we are the Allens. Welcome to our podcast where we share our unfiltered insights, perspective, and knowledge on this roller coaster of a ride that we call life. Ricardo Allen is down at the 42 and a half, 43. Join us as we go all in on all topics ranging from changing diapers to preparing for Super Bowl Sunday. Guns it across the middle. Ricardo Allen, the interception. 35, 30, Allen 25. Welcome to All In with the Allens. Hello. What it is, though? What's up? I'm here with Ricardo. Oh, yeah, Alan. If yeah. If you guys haven't watched the Falcons little interview they did with him. Oh, yeah. He's trending. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. I'm cool. We're here today. Um, still in quarantine. Yeah. They actually just locked down Gwinnett County until... I don't know, like whenever, whenever they need to let us up out of here, man. But this stuff got to go away first, though. Yeah, so it's I getting bad. We Sorry. weren't really sure we were gonna like address coronavirus on here because I feel like everybody is kind of getting tired of talking about it and hearing about it. But it's definitely like a reality of our life right now. Yeah, what it really you know? is, like what it really is, and what it's affecting. And uh so the God good news bless. is, yeah, the good news is, um, for our family at least, we've all remained pretty healthy yeah the pollen is a little bit confusing i will say like spend any time outside and you wake up the next day with a sore throat and that that can make you a little bit nervous considering symptoms of corona or covid19 are like so all over the board but just stay healthy and i hope that you guys are using this time to get better i mean i know it, it can get repetitive redundant redundant mm-hmm. And but you just got to try to find them little spaces whenever you can to try to, you know, yeah, make the best know. of it. And yeah. I feel like everyone for, for so long was like begging for more time or just like, I just want to be able to stay home and relax or like now you got it. life is so busy and crazy and I'm running from one place to the other. Well, guess what, guys? Yeah. God's got mean. a sense of humor. For real. <laughs> I don't know. But Watch, I bet as soon as like this stuff get over and I bet like everything get back to normal, everybody gonna be ready to get to work, man. Yeah, I think it just kind of changes your perspective on all the things that like for so long you feel like you take for granted. Like, yeah, going to work isn't always the greatest thing, but when you don't know if you have job security, all of a sudden going back to work is a a blessing. A blessing for real. And like even just like our kids go to school for like, three and a half, four hours a day, 8.30 to 12.30, depending on when we drop them off and pick them up. And like, even just to have that little bit of time in the day, I mean, I love my kids. It's like one of my favorite parts of life is being a mom, but like just to have time to go for a walk or like do a workout or take care of something in the house, clean the refrigerator out, like all the things without being asked for 4,000 snacks. (laughs) I mean, what are you guys doing about snacks out there? How did our kids survive going to school without 47 snacks a day. They I don't know. Learn to eat something else. You, That's all they if you're a teacher, please reply and snack. tell me, do snack. kids ask for this many snacks at school? Cause I have to know. I cannot be a teacher. Listen, teachers. I love education and I love like fantastic. the education system and stuff like that. But you guys are angels on this earth along with here. nurses they will, they will and in so many other professions. But them kids would be lined up like drill sergeant, boy. Oh, I had all them kids Rico, in that he'd run push a up. military classroom for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. But anyway, um, you talk about push-ups a lot. 
Because I'm missing them push-ups. I can tell. The episode we recorded yesterday, you talked about push-ups, and here we are again. It's awesome. Let me get my push-ups back. Don't Watch worry. when I get my push-ups back. I'm, I'm going to learn how to do like a thousand straight. You're going to get them back. It's going to be soon. Days. Not a thousand. Probably like 25. I'll <laughs> record it on Instagram when it happens and share it with you guys. Don't worry. No, you ain't. So anyway, yeah, that was just something that I think needed to be addressed i'm thankful that the weather is getting better like wherever you are in the country thank god this isn't november and december that this is happening and like i just i feel like my mood about this whole thing is directly correlated to what is happening outside my bedroom window when i wake up in the morning Mm -hmm. like if i wake up and it's raining i can automatically feel my optimism for the day like kind of tanking i know I've always been affected. I feel by like the you always, yeah, you, I always, you always let like the water, the weather and stuff. Yeah, get it's you. like a real, it's a real thing for me. Nah, um, but like especially if you like with them babies all day. And stuff well, that's like what that. I mean too. Yeah. It's like I can't just like curl up on the couch with a cup of tea and read all the books I want to read. It's like now I know we are really like inside, trapped inside in, sure. of the house, and those those hours just go by a lot slower when you can't get outside at all. So I, I am thankful that this is happening this time of year where it's like wherever you live hopefully it's getting a little bit warmer for you yeah you know me i don't i get it yeah you i wake really up care. home really like care tornado outside and we're still out there running the hills doing the same thing yep you are consistent so about that i feel like a lot of people are interested about you rico your yeah. story and what makes you yourself and i've had like the opportunity to watch you speak on like a lot of really awesome like panels and panels and just like even discussion boards and just to be involved in like some really cool projects and I know I've never once attended any of those things with you where somebody after you've spoken or been on stage or you've shared your story that like people haven't approached me like wow you know like he he's really like a interesting fascinating there's so much depth to him kind of person. And I'm like, um, yeah, you know, I'm not just going to marry some freaking, <laughs> you. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Like, of course there's all these things to him. Appreciate like that. he's incredible, but it's real. So anyway, I just feel like I want you to share like the things you feel like that made you, you like, what are some of those stories from like your past? Like as far back as you can remember that shaped you into like being, who you are today, like the man you are today, the husband you are today, the father you are today, the friend you are today, the teammate you are today, like the business stock financial investor guru that you've grown mm-hmm. into be and you want to help everybody with their finances and their lives. Like what are the monumental moments looking back for you? And let's start at like the first one you can remember. Man, that's tough, but that's good. But um, I can say like, I'm telling you, like, that's why, like, I love sports so much, man, because, you know, growing up, you know, I was the baby of four, you know, I'm single parent, you know, mom, you know, I never seen my father, you know, a day in my life. So, you know, I had to learn a lot from my mom. So she tried to, like, make up for the, you know, the man and the woman, you know, within our family and stuff like that. But, you know, her being by herself, having to, you know, work two jobs to just, you know, try to even get us, you know, by to, you know, be able to, you know, keep a roof over our head and, you know, you know, try to get a meal, you know, at least, you know, shout four or five days. Shout out to the single moms out yeah, there. Yeah, shout I out mean, to the single listen, moms for real. That's like a real, 
you're nah, a real angel you get there, it, nah, let me tell you. I got these babies and it's two of us and, you know, you go through a circumstance yeah, of, you know, yeah, you're in that position now. So, like, you know, my mom, she, she used to get it. She used to scrap. And she used to wake up all the time and never really complain about much, man, you know. You know, like, you know, all our parents and all our families, they not perfect. None of us ain't perfect. But I'm going to tell you, she used to get it, man. And she always got it for us as much as she could. So, you know, just being able to watch her is like a young buck just, you know, every day getting up, going to get it, and every day going to try to, you know, do something. Do what she could, yeah, yeah, to to better, you know, like our family. It was, you know, that, that always gave me, like, the working mentality. So even as, like, a young dude, I used to just go out and, you know, wash cars. I used to go out and... I, mean, I feel like you tell me a lot that you, like would mow people's lawns or oh, you yeah. would do any of the jobs that people didn't want to do just to be able to yeah try to help make a little bit of yeah. money and be able to help out yeah man so you know just 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 that being like instilled as mm-hmm. like you know the hustle you know yeah, your mom me. is such a hard worker yeah but um you know when they, when they kick it to sports man like so I, wait so sports have always been a part of your life i feel like this is an important thing to share because i think a lot of people probably look at you now and see you as a successful athlete captain of the defense like face of your team essentially in a lot of ways and they probably think that oh you were priming yourself or your family was priming you to be an athlete from the time you were walking like tell me the truth about that when did you start when did all this begin for you no like i ain't never really you know i never really like i was always into sports like it's like a kid outside like playing, playing yeah playing outside and stuff like that but like i never play any organized you know sports until high school because you know what mom, were you doing man tell the people that, what you were doing before you played sports oh yeah you was, were really freaking cool yeah i was the coolest dude on the block i was uh I was playing Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I was getting <laughs> this it. This is a true story. Yeah. I used to be bouncing from the little card shops, you know, from card shop to card shop, collecting and, you know, trading Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And yeah. I used to play a little bit of Pokemon and stuff yeah. like that, man. I think that's part of why I'm so good in, like, strategy. See, that's what real. I'm saying. Like, when you but, when you really share stories about your past, it's it all makes sense to me. Like, so many of the things that maybe at that point you thought were just like these trivial decisions you made, like, yeah, I'd rather play Yu-Gi-Oh cards than fight people in the streets. Mm-hmm. No offense. You know, like that was probably going on a lot growing up. Yeah. I was trying, to, I was trying to find, I was trying to, I was trying to find any way not to get in trouble. I was trying to yeah. find any way to stay. And I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh cards is a, definitely a polar yeah. opposite from what you could have been doing where you yeah, grew up. For real. It was, and that's it the other thing. Did you grow up on. in the suburbs? Boy, I wish. Nah, I don't even wish that now because, cause, you know, just just being from the hood, man, that junk has taught me so much. It's like, you know, it, it teaches what you. What did it teach you? Man, it teaches you how to, like, to watch people. It mm-hmm. teaches you how to, like, you know, always watch who in your circle. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it teaches you that, you know, just just to know what's genuine and what's Yeah, not, your instincts you know? about people have always, yeah. like, I don't know. I <laughs> don't really know if they've been that wrong since i've known you like yeah. you really do have a good read on people yeah, but you man. have to and you don't know especially being who to trust and, sure, like, so, and now yeah. that pays off too in other ways it's just you know just never know man like just being from the hood and just even like seeing something like these sad cases that have went on in the world man you just never know like who you know who is considered like a friend sometimes mm-hmm. and who you know, you you always just gotta watch who who you keep close to you, and you know who who truly like you know happy for you like your success sometimes. You yeah. know? So you gotta watch that. So 
Well, I think it's hard. I feel like being, people being happy for other people's success is such like a personal internal thing. Like I won't lie. There was so much of my life that it was hard for me to see other people achieving the things that I wanted for yeah. myself, you know, <laughs> like, and that's kind of hard to admit. Like nobody wants to say like, oh, you know, I was jealous or I was spiteful, spiteful, but like for so long, I didn't realize like what a personal thing that was. And like, whatever you admire in somebody else, I feel like it's easier to be jealous of it than to really accept and say like, okay, yeah, you never really that person know does that up. really well. Like I want to be more like that. Yeah. Or you never really know what's like fully going on. You know, well, sometimes, sometimes you might watch some people and you just think they like getting lucky, but then you bump into these people, no. you know, some of the most successful people you bump into them at 2 AM, 3 AM in the morning, you, you know, you bump into them at weird times, you know, sometimes five, six o'clock all the time over and over and you start to see that like, yeah, like patterns. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, no. they, they, they actually get it and they of try course. to, you know, succeed. And, you know, sometimes it is tough. Like when you just keep seeing like people succeed and you keep seeing like people jump to new levels and you wondering like, like, man, when my chance is, yeah, yeah, but you know, I'm going to tell you just being like from a bottom feeder who, you know, had to scrap from the bottom, who had to come from, like, practice squad to, you Wait, know. so before practice squad, yeah. you just did something. <laughs> so you just said it's hard for people to do things, and you're wondering when it's going to be your chance. So you you went from playing Yu-Gi-Oh cards to how yeah. did you end up playing football? Yeah, well, um, you know, like, I ain't never, you know, even really think about, like, like I, I always play sports and stuff like that, and, yeah. you know, always— I mean, your whole family's athletic. Yeah, we, we always, like, competed and yeah. stuff like that. But, you know, f- for some reason, my mom would never just sign me up for Pop Warner or, you know, Little League. So, you know, I always used to just play on uh, the courts or whatever. On, not the courts, but I used to play on the fields on the side. So, well, obviously, you started playing football in high school. Yeah. And did you just walk on? You were a starter. You were highly respected. Like, how did that go down? Your coaches loved you. They were excited you were there. Like, tell me the stories about that. Nah, when I first when I first um when I first got out there, shoot, I don't think nobody really ever even noticed me for the longest. Like I think I was because like it was my brother played for a little bit until you know our situation, which I probably most people if you ever do some research about me or you ever maybe we'll share you know, that another yeah, episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll put that in on another episode. But you know, my brother's one of the biggest reasons that I really started playing ball. But you know, from that standpoint, like my brother, you know, he didn't really like. Because of the, the the injury and the thing that went wrong, he, he never really, like, went to college or anything. Mm-hmm. So he, like, it wasn't, like, a, a big, like, standing ovation. Yeah, yeah, standing ovation. Like, when I came, people really didn't know who I was. Yeah. Like, I think one of the only reasons that I actually got to play my freshman year on the football team was because everybody um that was on the freshman team with me was, like, so much better than me that they all got moved up on the, the junior yeah, varsity So that's team. exactly what I was thinking when you said, like, everybody's getting their chance and you're wondering when it'll be yours. Like, yeah. sometimes it takes other people around you, like, getting promoted and getting the good things for you to get your yeah. chance to shine, yeah, you know? And, and actually get your chance to, like, get into, like, the experience because I started yeah. to realize that, like, sometimes it's not always about, like, the competition or it's not all about... You know, like, that's why you say, like, sometimes you got to learn to compete against yourself all the time. That's your biggest battle in life, I think. Yeah, it is. It is. It's your everyday battle because it's not always about, like, the competition that I was going against. You know, like, at that that point in time, they was considered better than me. And the other dudes on junior varsity and varsity was considered better than me also. But it was funny that at the end of the year, when I was on a freshman football team, 
even though I didn't make it to junior varsity, mm-hmm. as soon as the freshman season was over, I got moved right up to varsity. Right, so you skipped that whole Yeah, I ended up skipping, between. like, a whole stage. So yeah. it was, like, it, it was just, you know, me finally getting able to, like, get my groove. Like, I had never played in yeah, the past. Yeah, just like, make I a name never, for yourself. Yeah, I had never been able to, you know, really, like, get anything going, so... Even just to show, like, what you were capable of. Yeah, true. I wasn't even know. I didn't even know what I was capable of. of I know what not. I did, you know, outside of, you know, when you're just playing backyard football, though, like, you kind of play in every position. So that makes me think of something else. So have you always played DB? Um, no. Nah. So those of you non-football people, like, DB is a defensive back. Yeah. So you're either, like, a corner, a safety, a nickel. You're one yeah. of those positions where you're defending typically wide receivers or yeah. other, you know, receivers, tight ends. So how, did you always, like, would, did you always want to be a defensive player? Nah, so, I always, yeah, wanted, so I always wanted to be on offense. Okay, so tell me, these are the stories. This stuff makes a difference, you know, like. It was just kind of weird that, like, I, like, I always wanted to be on offense. And I actually started off as a running back at first. And I think that's what, like, I think the reason that most people start off at running back is because I think it's, like, one of the most natural football mm-hmm. positions like yeah. not when you get to like a higher level because it's, it's much more that come oh with my it gosh, but yeah when you just is like a, a young dude you're like all right man all they got to do is just hand the ball to me and i can run yeah but i think like when i first started off that position was so deep mm-hmm. with you know like people who have been playing it before like the dudes who was already the guys who was good from pop warner always you know the, yeah, the people, people who already knew who they were yeah they kind of had like a do. step up what their mm-hmm. family can do and stuff like that so you know, I, I really didn't get too much burn back there. And I wasn't very good. I was kind of like, I was still trying to figure it out. Yeah, and it's fair. Then I moved to wide receiver. Because everybody wants to play wide receiver. Yeah, everybody wanted to move. At right? that point, but at that point in time, I think, like, it was crazy because, like, I was in, like, the mix of, like, right when I started playing, I was in a mix of football transitioning from, like, just running the ball all the mm-hmm. time to finally throwing the ball. It mm-hmm. wasn't like... Like it's it not is what it's now. No, 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 no. This is a whole different world. Yeah, like these kids are in Pop Warner. No, this game throwing, has evolved yeah, so much. Even ball, since you started playing. For sure. I started watching you, you know, nine years ago. I never really played, paid yeah. attention before that. Everybody's it's running the ball. so much. Now it's like everybody's spreading them with, as, as far as possible. And these kids are huge. Oh, yeah. And Wait, I'm run. getting off topic. Yeah. But so <laughs> how did you get to the other side of the ball? Man, when I moved up to varsity, it was crazy because I had like a... um. Like a a friend that and I used to always watch and stuff like that. Um, that was on varsity. His name was Pooh. And when we moved up to varsity, I guess they moved me up as a wide receiver or not. But like the first day, I didn't really know. I, I had just started playing football, so I'm like, All right, I wonder if I can go pick the position that I want to be yeah. on on varsity. Yeah. So when I went up there, he was like, "Hey man, you don't want to be a wide receiver? Come to DB." So I'm like, "Okay, let's, All right, see what let's this just go over about. there." So I just I just started going over there and stuff like that and. Man, it was crazy because we our wide receiver group was was loaded. We ended yeah. up, you know, having a, no, you a, have a, crazy a good pretty good school. amount of you know guys get signed yeah. for you know like Division one scholarships out of the wide receiver group. So I don't even know if I would have made it if I would have went to that position. See? So it's 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 funky sometimes. Yep. It's like how you have to be adaptable. Yeah, I feel you like just... we always like <laughs> talk about that, you know. But like that's like such a that's a huge underlying characteristic. I think. Not characteristic. I think that's like one of the biggest things. That's like the biggest theme I feel like of your success is that you've been adaptable through like every stage of this process from high school to college to the NFL. And that was actually one of the qualities about you that I noticed so early on in our relationship is like you, you always adapted to whatever the environment was in the sense of like 
it, it didn't change who you were like not that type of adaptation where you're like a different person in every room because you're not you're like you're a very consistent sound person but like you were able to adapt to like what was needed of you yeah. and you were always willing to like try something a different way and I feel like I mean I don't think I know it all no none of us do I think that's what yeah it's like I think that's like the key to life is to like want to know it all I think you know? one of the biggest parts of me having success is finding people who have already like done it mm-hmm. and have already like done Le- most of the trials from them yeah for real ask the, them the, questions the trials and tribulations and just pick yeah. their brains as much as I can I think sometimes it's I think people think like you have to have like so much pride that you can't just like be real but I, I mean I know even for myself like before I decide to do anything I think like to myself like who are the people that have done this before that that have done it in a way that like I respect yeah and then I go find them. Like I remember when I was pregnant, getting ready to like have, have Luca. And I had no, no idea about like even how to be a mom. I thought in my mind, like who are the women that have done motherhood the way I admire? And then I went and found them and I was honest about my fears and about the things that concerned me the most. And it's like, that's what I think life is about is like, I always say like, find the people that are a few exits ahead of you on the highway, Yeah. you know, whatever part of life it is, because we all essentially go through like the same cycle of life when it comes to things like for the most part and finding someone that has walked that road before you, I feel can save you so much of the heartaches, the heartaches and just like the stuff that you can avoid for sure. But you have to be humble enough, I think and real enough and in touch enough with your own self to like have those conversations. Yeah. So, okay. So you started playing DB yeah. I feel like you told me at one point in time that you used to purposely get in trouble in school just because like detention was held in the coach's office and you could study film. Can you oh, tell yeah. us a little bit about that? Because I feel like you sound like this like perfect individual right now and you're pretty damn close, but nah. let let the people know like the I, truth. Yeah, I, I used to be a little rough when I, I used to be rough around the edges when I was a little younger, man. I used to get in a little bit, bit of trouble here and there. Nothing too bad, more so on probably come into class here and they're late or something like that. And you know, nothing, nothing Typical too high much. school stuff. Yeah. yeah. Just, it's just normal high school stuff. Like I, I ended up realizing on my, my, um, it was like a, my first, one of my first year playing football, mm-hmm. my freshman year. And I got in trouble on a Friday. I feel like that's a good day to get in trouble. Yeah. yeah I feel like, like if I got in trouble, it'd be on a Friday yeah, too. I, but I got sent to, um, I got sent to the detention room and I guess, like, I didn't really know, like, all the coaches and stuff like that at that point in time, like, the varsity coaches and all that stuff. And it ended up being um one of the varsity coaches or it ended up being, like, one of the uh, one of the people who worked at the school or whatever, whoever. And they sent me to the head coach's office of the varsity team, which was Coach Moranto. Mm. And, like, when I used to go in, when I went into his office, um, he used to get on me. He used to always yell at me, man, you know. Old school Italian. Yeah. He's the always, yeah, you know, yeah, for real. <laughs> he's he's always get on me and stuff like that, man. He he he. And the reason I used to love going and just like being able to sit in his office and stuff like that, because he didn't know I was listening, because I was supposed to be doing my homework and stuff like wow. that. But I was actually like listening to him, and he used to always be calling over his play sheets, and he used to always be talking about like football in the play so this is the beginning of coach rico (laughs) friends if you haven't picked up this is where it all began yeah so i kind of like and then like i started heard it here first yeah i started like realizing that like so you telling me like i gotta i gotta like find a way to understand what the coaches are telling like 
the players to do. Mm-hmm. Because, like, out of the blue, you'll, you'll find that one or two players who kind of, like, go off, like, the rail and do this totally opposite of the what Yu-Gi-Oh the... also the Yu-Gi-Oh! strategy <laughs> brain that he created himself as a young boy coming into play. So, like, you just, I got to figure out, like, what the coach is telling the player to do and then, like, find a way to get to him, to get to it fast enough. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's when I, be, I, I kind of became in love with, like, you know, studying, like, okay. film and just, you know, that knowledge of it. Like a, and then the athletic know. part was already there. Yeah, I think, like. <laughs> but I feel like this is where the beginning of, like, your appreciation and fas- fascination with the game of football probably started where you realize like oh this is like a chess match yeah man the crazy thing is like i never was called athletic until i got into the nfl like yeah but you didn't like stumble over your feet like didn't you used to jump rope to class yeah okay maybe something else you should share with the with the people man i've done i got a lot of stuff to share this is gonna be we we could be here for days we will be yeah lots lots of this i used to do a lot of weird stuff but i think because like i worked so hard that it wasn't considered athletic. Oh, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, like you had to like, work at it. Yeah, it's like, it, it, it was like most of the things that I do in life, I feel like I'm just naturally not good at. Mm-hmm. So like, I think like everything that I I, I work at or everything that I like I want to do, mm-hmm. like that's why like I'm, I'm cool with, you know, going into like the journey of anything because like yeah. I think that I naturally like, you know, Well, that's that work obsessed. ethic that I think yeah. that you probably saw your mom have you know like yeah, your whole life real. trying to provide for the four of you and get it on her own so that was like the foundation sense, you know? and then i found i found like you know for some reason i fell in love with like research and stuff i'm just not like a big believer in you know hearing it from one person mm-hmm. or you know somebody tell me like a drill and you know like i asked him like what what is that drill for and they're like yeah you're that student that i would have like in my <laughs> masters when i would be teaching a lesson um and then they would want to ask like all the questions that I had never even thought about myself and I'm standing there like, um, but if I stump you the first time, I won't ask you in front of everybody. See, and I appreciate that because not everybody's like that. Like some people are like, God, I'm like, let me just keep going. You know how, like if I, if I, if I know it's like, like a, a question like that, you're not trying to disrespect no, anybody. Nah. You just really want to understand it from every, for sure. Every viewpoint. For sure. Cause I'm like, I'm trying to figure out like if, if I'm trying to, just diagnose or break down something. I'm trying to figure out like what all can this. Do? Where are the flaws? Yeah, yeah. What all can it do yeah. for me? Because yeah. I think everything has its pros and everything has for its sure. cons. So it's like that's how I try to look at everything in life. No, exactly. I think that's on and off the field. So you started playing varsity, and yep. then the offer letters just started flowing. You could not <laughs> keep up with the offers that were coming to your doorstep, right? <sighs> for college, like you just had every option in the book. Yeah, I wish. I wish I didn't get I didn't get my first uh shoot I still had a whole nother journey before I even got to think about getting to you know uh, offer I didn't start I didn't really get to play on varsity like I I, I got moved up to varsity after my freshman year mm-hmm. I didn't play at all mm-hmm. that year my sophomore year I thought for sure I was gonna get some burn but like I was even like a like they kept me on varsity the whole year, but I think I was just more like a a substitution, just a bring in and out. I wasn't even coming into the game. I was just more special teams. Mm-hmm. My junior year, I was I, I thought for sure like my junior year, I was like, yeah, this is my year. This is like the year, yeah, yeah, I don't I didn't help. 
on yeah. a, 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 a show that I was I was sacrificing myself on special teams. Mm-hmm. I was show that like I, I was willing to do anything. I'm talking about like anything that no one wanted to do. Like I always like you know it's like my work ethic. I always consider myself like I'm not afraid to do the janitor work. Mm-hmm. You know the janitor, the one who always like the janitor to me is one it's of the like most the important people. Hero. Yeah, yeah, one of the most important people of every facility because for sure if he don't do what needs to be done at night, everybody's gonna be messed up and. And I mean, think about it. So mad. The Absolutely. Next no job is too big for me. No job's no. too small for me. So totally. it's like, like I have no pride in that. Like I don't care. That's like fine. if you want me to block, I can block. If you want me to, whatever you want me to do, I do it. Yeah. I'm gonna just try to do it my best. I might not do all of it well, you know. But mm-hmm. shoot, you know you're gonna get your best out of me. Yeah. So it's like, I so I I end up showing that my whole, you know, sophomore year and a little bit more. My so at the beginning of my junior year, I thought I was gonna get out there to play. But they end up putting somebody over me. Mm-hmm. You know, he. Somebody else got an opportunity before you. Yeah, yeah. so it's like that, and it it, 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 like it, it killed me because it was tough because the person was younger. Mm-hmm. So I was like, damn, like, sorry, you probably gotta cut that out. But I was like, damn, oh, like, you know, don't cut out, damn. <laughs> Come on, this is real life. It's like you, um, you, um, I might not get a chance, you know. Yeah. I might not ever get a chance to like, you know, prove like what I actually can do to like give myself a chance to actually go to. The next level. Yeah. Did it ever cross your mind, like, in that moment, looking back, that, like, that was the end for you? Yeah. Yeah. Because at one point in time, um, one point in time, I was was going to transfer. Like, I was going to transfer from my high school. And, you know, one of my coaches ended up sitting down with me. He ended up pulling me to the side. You know, this is that one point in the time where I really felt like I couldn't do very much for, like, a team and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't blame you. He he pulled me to the side. And, you know, I I knew I could have went to, like, you know, one of the little smaller schools in our area yeah, that been like a you know, probably, yeah, for real, probably, probably been one of the better players over there, play offense and defense, you yeah. know, kind of do whatever I want to. But, you know, he pulled me aside and he was like, you know, we, we're a good high school. You know, we got a lot of, you know, recruits and mm-hmm. recruiters and stuff that come through here all the time. And, you know, he kind of just told me, like, sooner or later, you're going to get your chance. He said, just keep doing what you're doing. Just keep working like you're working. And sooner or later, you'll get your chance. And, you know, I, I kind of. The people like that in your life, like, that's really, really hard for you to hear. And you're probably upset and like thinking to yourself, like the grass is greener at these smaller schools. Like yeah. I've been given my all here for three years and like for haven't sure, touched sure. the field. Like someone will appreciate me, but that's like, so in my mind, like emotion over what's right. And I think like, that's such an important lesson too. When you think about life moving forward is like, there's going to be so many times where it might feel easier to like, do something different or like walk out or like, you know, just, but I think it's like the grind and like sticking with the process and like those people that are willing enough to step up in those moments and recognize, Oh, you're defeated right now. And instead of telling you what you want to hear or being upset that you want to leave my school to go somewhere else, like I'm going to give you the knowledge that's going to carry you forward. Yeah. You know, so So you stayed. Yeah. I end up staying. I end up staying. I end up, you know, that whole year, that was my, I think that would end up being my sophomore year. At the end of that, I wanted to transfer. So I ended up staying. So the whole, you know, after that sophomore year, I ended up just training and training. You know, I'm always grinding. I'm mm-hmm. always be one of the people who always, I, I, I work out. I try to work out at least every day. Mm-hmm. I try to do something every day. Yeah. I'm always trying to get it. I used to do, you know, much more when I was freaking young because that's all I, that's all I, well, had. I was going to say, you drove a really nice car to <laughs> home to, to school, so yeah, you would just get in your nice car and them same pair of shoes that I probably wore all year. I drove them things everywhere. I used to be on them feet. So you would stay for practice, stay after practice, and do work, and then you would ride your bike home. 
I, I, if I had a bike, yeah. If you had a bike. If it didn't get stolen or something. Your bike but. wasn't stolen. <laughs> or you would run home, and that'd be your fifth fifth workout of the yeah, day. I try to get it in sometimes. I used to try to go to the park after that and um and work out with my boy PJ, you know. Yep. My boy, yeah. Philip. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, but what we, what we were talking about before that? The offer letters. It, they just oh, were nah. arriving. So, yeah. But the, I'm just, yeah, get back to the story. Yeah. So, y'all go see. I'm always bouncing from here to here, like... Y'all, y'all catch up with me. My um, my junior year, the only reason that I got a chance to play was because we're not playing against a team named um Alan Nice. I thought I was actually going to get um a, a chance to start into this game, but I ended up getting into I think some some trouble in, in school. I ended up probably being late or something like that, and because I was I already was a guy who wasn't you know like a, a starter or anything. I ended up getting benched. I was supposed to start the whole week, but. I ended up getting benched, and then in the game, um, a quarterback ended up taking off running, and he ended up, you know, breaking out a big run, and he ended up, like, splitting, like, the two safeties that, you know, were on the field at that point in time, and he ended up running for a big run. And after that, um, my, my DB coach came up, and he just was like, anybody who want to play, just just let me know, and I and I'll give you a chance. And I raised my hand, and I was like, shoot, give me a shot out there. Ever since then, man, I went out there. I I, I made me a couple plays, man. I, I showed them. I went out there, and I was hitting. And ever since then, man, I kind of been, like, going at it. That year, I ended up, you know, I ended up finishing out, you know, doing pretty well that year. Mm-hmm. You know, after um, I ended up getting my shot. And then uh, my senior year came around so after my junior year i was i was thinking that i was gonna be able to get like some scholarships and stuff like that mm-hmm. because i actually got my chance to play yeah i think i had a, a interception or so i remember i used to put on my highlight like i had like a little highlight that i had from mm-hmm. like my cumulative whatever of years and i put on my highlight i, used, I didn't know how tall i was but i used to put on my highlight like i was like six foot like <laughs> I'm like six foot, 185 pounds. So I'm just like, when people come see me, they're like, this dude is five, six. No, you're not. 122 pounds, like soaking wet. This is not They're like, what is this kid doing? (laughs) Nah, but I didn't get no offers and stuff, man. And everybody around my, um, I remember like everybody on my team used to have offers, man. I used to be like, dang. And I used to be out there doing scrapping, man. I used to be out there training all the time. I used to be out there working. I used to be out there, you know, working out by myself all the time. Me and my, my, my trainer, PJ, he used to always just be out there just, you know, you know, pushing me all the time. Mm-hmm. And I used to just be always asking him, like, man, man, when am I going to get my chance? Yeah. Like, when am I going to get a shot? When am I, I going to get my first offer? When am I going to get my... So how did that happen? How did you get yourself put on the map? I think it was after my junior year. I, I ended up... Um, I feel like the story that I remember you telling me is that, like, a big school actually came to your school to watch... The player oh, yeah. that you were like competing against. Oh yeah, that, I didn't did that before too. Yeah, share that. That's nah, a big deal. but yeah, um, like one of the things that I know a lot of people know about me is like when you compete against me, like if we when we on a football field, it it ain't never personal. But like I'm I'm trying to win. Like I'm oh, I'm yeah. out here. I'm it ain't nothing personal like at all. Like you could be I'm, at our house the night before for dinner. Yeah, having a full cool. long conversation about Best the depths friend. of your soul, and then you see Rico across that fifty yard line on the other side of the field at the start of a game. And that's the thing is, it's like it's all love, but uh, you're but, gonna win. Yeah, it's, it's like a, I'm I'm trying to mm-hmm. as as much as I can, of course. And like when when them coaches and like I felt like I was I was better than some of the players, mm-hmm. you know. 
that you know they were getting like all the the chances and they the were getting like all the opportunities and yeah. stuff like that and i knew that like i was working and i knew like if i just was given the opportunity to probably be put in some of the positions that they were put in like i could i could you thrive. Would excel. Yeah, yeah for sure yeah but i just wasn't giving that shot so like every time that like a big school i knew for sure was coming out there to like watch them i was like man i, I was covering them the Turn whole time on. yeah, yeah. I had to make sure, like, those was my game days back yeah. in the day. Like, yeah. because apparently they, nobody, none of them coaches was watching my film mm -hmm. to see that I was doing good enough. So I'm like, hey, we, we mailing high school. We got enough, you know, firepower out here that it's an easily 10 Division One scholarship, yeah. you know. Coming you know, from here. School, like, schools on the sideline on the first day of spring ball. We, we got all these dudes on the side. I'm like, man, I, I got to make a name for myself. For sure. So, like, every chance I got to, you know, to go against um, people and I got to go against, like, the best dudes on our team, like, if they wanted to fight out there, I didn't care. <laughs> I was never one of them people who who would start fights and do yeah. all that kind of stuff on the field. But, like, if, if it got to a point that they thought I was over-competing or I was, I was, I was trying to it get was, it. It like, was, personal, yeah. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, absolutely. Because they weren't there for you. They were there for them. But no, they might have come in looking for a wide receiver, but they left with the hey, cornerback in mind. Dang right. You and better. I think that's life, you know? And I'm making it ain't all. It's like I said, like you just, you just never know, like, when your opportunity is going to, you know, present itself. Like, it never, like, I always see, like, I always listen to, like, you know, successful people. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, and they say, like, you'll never, you'll never see it the way that. You know, you kind of like envision yeah, it nah. to be. It ain't gonna never come like that. It's gonna come when, when you least suspect it. You better be ready for it. Hell yeah, that's that's so true. I think that's so good. So, let's stop here. Yeah, this can be like part one. And then we got much more to go. And then we can talk about the offer letters, how that whole thing happened. Yeah. Why you decided to go where you went for school? The do. We can share the whole story of. College and hell, hell to old Purdue. Oh, hell to our old <coughs> golden black. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So catch us for part two. Bowler gang. <laughs> yeah, catch us for part two though, man. As y'all can see, I'm gonna be bouncing everywhere. I got a lot of stories to tell, man. I got so much, you know. That's what this is all about. There's no rules. Stories and knowledge. We're to, all in. To pass and I got some cool dudes that I'm gonna bring on here, man. I got some people that. You completely would, different walks yeah, of life. You would never, you would never think like some of these football players that I bump into, man, that like some of the talents and some of the knowledge and just some of the the people that they are. So we got some cool stuff coming over here, man. Just just keep checking in, keep sharing. You're with your pretty friend. cool yourself, even if you're as good as it gets. I think we're good. I ain't that cool. All right, but I'm cool. You're Bye. That's it for now. Thanks for tuning in. When you have a chance, rate and review and hit subscribe to stay all in with new episodes. And if you enjoy All In with the Allens, be sure to share with a friend. In the meantime, follow along with our daily journeys on Instagram at grace.e.allen and ricardoallen37. Thanks again for joining and we'll see you soon. You. Yeah. <laughs>